Hey, you okay? Oh, damn enchiladas. Oh. You gonna be all right? Welcome to season two of It's Damn Damn Enchiladas, the podcast. Season dos, do the revenge, return, uh, whatever else. Uh, where we talk about horror movies and video games and comic books, television, beer, all that good stuff. I'm Carlos Rivera, my partner, the Ripley, the Dutch, and the Terminator, Adam Griffin. As always, follow us on the Red Hot Twitter machine, handles in the show notes, and the show at It's Damn Damn. And on Instagram at it's dem dem enchiladas podcast. Adam, are you happy to be back for season two? I was bored, ready to be back for season two. Because damn it, this is what we do. And this is how we have fun. So I'm excited. I'm thrilled. I'm amazed. You wanna know why? Why? Well, we got Pax Unplugged coming up. Yeah. We sure now, do. We're recording this uh, on Tuesday. December a third. So uh we'll be hitting up Pax Unplugged for the weekend of December sixth to the eighth. If you see us, we'll have some goofy little uh business cards. <laughs> and uh uh yeah, I will have the inside story about uh the business cards sometime later. But <laughs> uh we will be in the wonderful city of Philadelphia. City of brotherly love. Um and cheesesteaks. That's right. So we, we never ever got a cheesesteak. Oh, we did get cheesesteaks last year, but they weren't really like, the real kind of cheesesteaks. We, we, we did not stand in line and get yelled at by people for our cheesesteaks. Yeah, no, so, we, weren't, we weren't about that life. No, and I, I got yelled at too much in my adult life to uh, deal with that for a paycheck. So I don't need to deal with that anymore. So not for free. Not, not for, for free. free. Probably not for pay anymore either. But... <laughs> It is what it is. You got to take care of yourself, folks. That's right. So, uh, this week, this week, this week, I want to talk about sci-fi horror and a couple video games here and there because it just broke this morning that uh, Resident Evil 3 is looking to get a remake uh, pretty soon because the art just hit PlayStation Network or a subsidiary website that kind of primes all the images for PlayStation Network. So they got these three images for Resident Evil 3 or Biohazard 3. And, uh, yeah. It looks like Capcom is going to cash in on the remake trend and uh, get some of that money going again. You know, I miss I miss the world where people didn't know how to data mine and they didn't know how to find these things hidden in places. I agree. So when when things got announced, I could be like excited and surprised. It's very rare that happens nowadays. 
Yeah. Yeah. Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda. It's a great example of how they kept that thing hidden. That's right. That, yeah. Disney did their due diligence in that case. But, I, you know, I, I would have liked to have been like, oh, coming next Tuesday, Resident Evil 3 remake. Oh, oh, remaster. Yeah, because I would have. I would have thought. I would have no. I I agree. I uh, I miss being surprised. I miss not knowing. I do not like the immediacy of having to know everything about every bit of media that comes out now. Because the thing that nobody realizes is that nobody likes anything until they decide to like it. Yes. People don't like things before they even know what it is. If it's outside of their wheelhouse and it's new, they hate it instantly. We live to tear things down and we don't really build back up. We just say, oh yeah, that joint was nice. But you you, you beat it the fuck up when it was out. Uh, don't get me started. Which already... brings... <laughs> <laughs> Which brings me to uh, tonight's topic, sci-fi horror, because there are three franchises that I think about they get beat the fuck up by uh, movie fans here and there and those would be Alien Predator and Terminator now uh, I think all of those are, are iconic franchises uh, that took immediate hard turns in later movies but those first movies, they got in, they made a statement, and they got the hell out. You know? Uh, Alien, the original, was pretty much a haunted house movie in space. Got in, got out. Terminator, slasher movie to the extreme. Got in, got out. A Predator had, you know, your setup of your folks getting picked off one by one until you have the last person standing um got in got out that was your story that was it but then uh hard turns pretty much all of them and the hard turns came quickly they didn't like especially predator uh <laughs> that turn <laughs> predator was <laughs> predator was amazing uh, amazing then predator 2 comes out and I'm like, what just happened here? You one ugly motherfucker. Well, uh, uh, I didn't mind Predator 2 because of uh, Daddy Glover. That's the redeeming quality about uh, Predator 2. Yeah. And the fact that they were, it was an attempt to kind of do some more characterization, uh, both for the predator side of things and the humans. You have a different way of them kind of interacting. You know, it's not, you're not back in the jungle for another go round. You know, you're in the city. There's a, there's a lot more stuff you can do there. But um, no, I understand because, you know, you're still back down to, Okay, you still have the one predator figure hunting, hunting down everybody else. 
and it's not what you're used to, but it's, the structure's the same, you know? It is. I mean, you've also got some... you got some high grade-A talent in this movie. Yeah. Besides Danny Glover. I mean, you, you got uh, my homeboy, Ruben Blades. And Gary Busey. And, you know, gotta have Gary Busey in the 1990 movie. Uh, but for, <laughs> to me, it almost felt like a... Uh, Beverly Hills Cop meets Predator. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Uh, but yeah, the, the the standout from that is at the end. Spoiler alert! Here it comes, because we do this every show. <laughs> <laughs> we spoil everything. Uh, at at the end, uh, you think they beat down Hardigan, Danny Glover, but he kills the Predator. And then other predators start blipping in. And he's all like, oh, you know, uh, who's next? (laughs) (laughs) And they're like, no, you did it. You know, you beat the bad guy. Here's your weapon. We'll be back. You know, you deserve this. So everything blows up. And he's like, next time, asshole. And, uh, and there's your credits. But I thought it was a good, you know, it was a good character-based flick, and it's it's a way that the movies could have gone. And they were not, I don't think, it just goes for all of the franchises that we talked about on various levels. Sometimes the character work in them is so strong that they can't overcome it when they try to franchise this stuff out. You know? Uh-huh. Like Terminator. Uh, Terminator 1, Terminator 2. It's Linda Hamilton first with Arnold Schwarzenegger and the T-800 being the more, you know, uh, immortalized, uh, you know, iconography-wise, you know? But Linda Hamilton as Sarah Connor is the crux of that franchise. There's not going to be no little kid in a Public Enemy t-shirt <laughs> that will suddenly, you know, have this thing pivot to wherever they need to go. And I'm, I have, I have issues with John Connor in Terminator Two, just because of how he was portrayed. But. Uh, But you know you're not you're not getting past Linda Hamilton as Sarah Connor and Arnold Schwarzenegger as T. Hunter. You know, because they kept trying to bring Arnold back, but he never had the same punch. No pun intended. Until you got Linda Hamilton back for Dark Fate, and unfortunately, the audience was so damn tired. Of seeing this stuff happen, that they, they they didn't they didn't take to it. Yeah. Well, listen, you had as I sit here trying to remember. Yeah, Salvation was the was the one that uh. I mean, Rise of the Machines was already. It wasn't bad. I see this is like 
yeah, John Connor, I can I could have done without John Connor. Uh, but <laughs> you're right. They Linda Hamilton and and the relationship between those two is what makes Terminator the original perfect. Yeah. I don't use the word perfect often. Perfect. Perfect synergy between the two on screen and throughout the whole storyline. I don't it's you say they try to get uh they, he wasn't he wasn't the same in, in T2. Right. Just I don't know was he married by that time? I, I mean I can only thing I come up with for all you married uh, folks out there. I'm sorry. Well, well, Schwarzenegger? Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, he, he, he was playing a different version of the 800. I, I, I get that. <laughs> but I mean, you know, I mean, I mean they, they, went, they went with the other hook. Was it, you think he's going to be the bad guy again, but he's not. So, I mean, it's a, it's a good hook, and you have a good button. You got the thumbs up at the end and the lava, but, you know, it, it comes back to the fact that John Connor speaking Spanish ain't gonna <laughs> it's not gonna and listen, listen I loved I loved Terminator 2 when I was a kid because we were I was right at that age you know 11, 12 where all the movies coming out all the action movies coming out and hard R stuff that, or stuff that used to be hard R's like Robocop they would always pivot to the children and try to work children into the mix. Robocop had a fucking animated series, okay? (laughs) Robocop, Rambo, Chuck Norris, all that stuff had animated series. You can't put put Chuck Norris in the same category as anything. Chuck Norris deserves deserves everything he gets. Yes, Chuck Norris is Chuck Norris. So, but you you know, the fact remains that they were always working children into these narratives for another outside hook and you only get to do John Connor as a kid once on screen because the precociousness of that imagery this 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 kid of what was you know you know portrayed to be you know this example of suburbia at the time I guess you only get that hook once and then you got to do something else. So, what it done on that one? And Terminator probably should have ended. But, Rise of the Machines gave us a phenomenal ending. Uh-huh. Sure did. One of my, uh... <laughs> it was, it's my favorite ending of the entire franchise. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Everybody in a bunker. Everybody survives us in a bunker as the world ends and John Connor knows that he's going to get murdered in the future anyway mm-hmm. great you stuff still, you still gonna get caught son this is your future can't change it great can't stuff change it can't change it can't change it but then salvation oh. <laughs> turn out salvation ah. well I will give uh, I'll give salvation props for giving people what they wanted was that you finally got to be in the middle of the future war uh-huh. because people been asking about it for years you finally get to see it 
It's just that the execution of it. <laughs> yeah. See, well, that, that's there's there's an old there's an old thing. Careful right? what you wish for. You know, suppose <laughs> you get what you want. You know, suppose you get what you want, and that's it. What are you gonna do when you get something that you want? You wanted it for so long. Did you really want it for that long? Maybe. Did you think it was gonna be this bad when you got it? Nope. Which we're leads greedy. us... We're greedy fans. Greedy, yes, yes. You know, entitlement, entitlement destroys everything. Sometimes it's good that we don't get certain plots and storylines in movies or books. Some, Game of Thrones. We got down this path, I'm sorry. You know, they could have just ended last season. Right? Did we need to know everything about Jon Snow after he got killed, after he came back? No, you would have left it there, I would have been happy. I, I bullshit six episodes. I, I didn't mind it because I had no expectations because it wasn't the author's actual vision. So <laughs> he signed off on it. He signed off on it, but that ain't his ending. I know that ending. <laughs> and now I gotta wait another ten years before he decides to finish the book. Yeah, I don't. I don't know about that. Oh, uh, <laughs> so. <laughs> So then, you know, then they try they because now now after uh, after salvation, we're at the tail end of the aughts, and we're getting to the second decade of this here millennium, and uh, 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 we get to Terminator Genesis, and again, be careful what you wish for, because everybody wants franchises, everybody wants all the franchises to come back. So you know what do you do? You bring back Terminator, and again. Uh, uh, the movie as a whole is fine for the story that they were trying to tell. The fact that uh, they're coming back to disrupt timelines and to fix the future, whatever. That's fine because they set it up at the ending with spoiler alert Arnold Schwarzenegger pops Guardian 800, whatever the hell they call him in that one. Uh, T800, yes. Sandra goes goes to, goes to the time nexus, and they say they specifically say on film, you know, if you enter in here, you will disrupt time as you know it. So they set up the fact that he's the one going back, destroying time, and that's your setup for the entire franchise of Terminator as you know it. It's just the execution of it. <laughs> Looks like uh, the same people that made Saw 3D. Oof. Hey. <laughs> That's Genesis. A- Genesis gave us uh, Amelia Clark. Yes, she was good. As Sarah Connor. She's very good, yes. And as much as that was a weird segue because we were just talking about Game of Thrones, um, she was quite lovely as Sarah Connor. Which was really good. We also got uh, Doctor Who as one of the. <laughs> one of the what was he? T five thousand? Matt Smith? Uh, Skynet personified. Uh, which they didn't really uh, cop to in the movie, but that's pretty much what it was. So yeah, so um, so that happened, and they said, "Let's do it again." And they finally got it right with Dark Fate. But it's franchise fatigue. Nobody went to go see it. it well, people. Not enough people would to go see it. I mean, they it, were, it, listen, it, it, all right, not to cut you off, but yeah. 
fool me once. <laughs> shame or, on, yeah, shame no, on me. Yeah. Yeah, shame yeah. on you. Just fool me twice, shame on me. Fool me yep. three, four, five. Five times? They're not gonna do it. No. I don't I don't blame them, but I you know, it, it's a shame. They were really banking on uh having both of them back again. Yeah. And it's, it's been so long, it's been jeez, since Genesis. Um that they were like, you know what? We're gonna go for the nostalgia. We're gonna do the nostalgia. Everyone's gonna buy into it, and we're gonna. And no one went to go see it. That's a damn shame, too. It was out of theaters so quick. Yeah, yeah. I pre-ordered on Blu-ray though. So <laughs> you're gonna like 27 other people. Yeah. Hey, you know, gotta gotta support. Cause uh, hey, look, we need we need that imagery on screen. We need older Linda Hamilton. Shooting the shit out of Terminators. Mm-hmm. You need Mackenzie Davis as Grace beating shit out of Terminators. You need somebody needs to see that, and that needs to be supported. So mm-hmm. I always, I was, I will always be like, hey, let's do it. Um. Uh, so let's loop back. Let's take a look at Alien because you know that, that's always that's always kind of like just hanging out, waiting to be talked about. As far as are we going to see a new movie? Is it going to we going to come back? And again, got the first movie. Great little movie. Aliens. Now, I got my opinions on Aliens, but I'd like to hear your opinions first. Aliens. I, listen, I actually have no issue with any of the Alien movies. I enjoy the entire franchise, even the newer stuff. Um, Alien was a masterpiece, point blank. First one, masterpiece. Um, one of the few. That's a horror movie. That's pure. Yep. That's Alien was a pure horror movie. All right. We we may talk about uh, Terminator and Predator. You know, but Alien, like you said before, was like a, a haunted house in space. Man, this it, it was creepy. Yeah, creepy. Not 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 the crazy stuff. This is like creepy, scary. The kind of stuff that you don't want to turn off the lights at night. Creepy. No, 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 no. I, there was no way they were going to be able to recreate that. But you can't. You can't do it. No. But, but Aliens, Part Two, Alien Part Two, which is Aliens, which some people call the entire <laughs> franchise Aliens. And uh, uh, see Aliens Three. It's like <laughs> Happy New Year's. No, no, it's Happy New Year's Eve. All right, after midnight's Happy New Year. Bards and nobles, giants, Valentine's Day. Yep. Times. Yep. 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 I'm there. Yeah. Aliens <laughs> was a good follow-up. Just wasn't. Just in my mind wasn't as creepy as part as the original. Well, I think Aliens was one of the best things that happened to the franchise because you, you start to build out, 
And it's also one of the worst things to happen to the franchise. If not outright ruined it. Because all people saw were the pulse guns and the space marines. This is like this is like Dream Warriors yep. all over again. Yep. I understand. But uh because every everything besides well, Alien Three because that just took a tone that I don't think anybody was expecting. Um, it it kind of combined the haunted house aspect of the first one with the actual fatalism of this thing, where you can't escape this creature. But uh, Aliens like set the the franchise on a course. I don't think it. I don't I don't know how they could recover from it. I mean. Really, Scott tried to take it back with Prometheus and uh, Covenant, but um, everyone just kind of focuses on the whole space marine aspect to the point where a lot of new media today always kind of has that soldier element, you know. But it's not taken, you know, tongue in cheek because I think what everybody misses out on is the fact that the space marines fucking lose. If they, yeah. if they didn't have Ripley, uh, ain't, ain't no getting out of that movie. Space Marines. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's like they're the best thing and the worst thing to happen to the franchise. Because you didn't take the, didn't take the actual lesson, was that all that might ain't gonna mean shit against that thing. Correct. Correct. And you would have thought, jumping to another franchise, you would have thought they would have learned that lesson in Jason X, right? But no. They didn't learn that lesson. But well, Jason X was, was its own thing. Well, I understand that. <laughs> but what do you think they got those Space Marines concept from? Oh, of course. They were there to get the shit beat out of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they were there for that exact reason. But, uh... So yeah. So, so what did you th- so with with Prometheus and um, oh god why I can't remember the name of the one that came after that Alien Covenant yeah do you think it did anything to reshape the story no um but that comes out to because I mean you're not gonna erase the first film, you know everybody complains about retcons and reboots, but half the time I don't think people know what they're just saying it just to say it at this point. Because unless someone has a fucking time machine, and you can go back and actually delete the prior media from existence, it's fine. There's nothing wrong with new stories in existing franchises. It's just a matter of how they're told. And I don't, you know, I think Prometheus did a good job of kind of walking up to why such creatures are in that realm of existence without right, you know, without, you know, outright saying this is why they're here. 
I mean, we saw a creation of them, yeah, but it's not the creation of them. Uh -huh. it, it's not the actual reason of them. Yeah. I think I think more of the more of the question of uh, Prometheus and Alien Covenant is why the fuck are, hu are humans doing this shit in the first place? Yeah. Why are we asking those questions? Why are we going out looking for these things? You know, the alien stuff is just side dressing. Uh huh. Listen, when I was watching Covenant, I was like, "This is fucked in the face." <laughs> when you get to, down to the nitty gritty, of the doctor, what his motives were, you're like, "Get away from her, you bitch!" And then Michael Fassbender. Ah, Fassbender, yes. Uh, love hate relationship with that guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's another guy. That is the and then what are they called? They're not called. They're called the Xenomorphs, right? Yeah, I've seen it worse. And it's... <laughs> it's actually kind of creepy. Not alien creepy, but what's more creepier is the reasoning behind what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. And then, that, 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 like, all of, all of his actions kind of set up uh, the kind of stuff that Ash does in the, in the first film and everything. It's just you know it's 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 a fun, fun couple of movies, and if it ends there, that's fine. If we get like another one more, I mean, really, Scott's eighty-two, I think. So that's not gonna stop him. Yeah. So I mean, well, yeah, we I, one more. Yeah. Because now we're what? How many years out? So the end of Covenant is it's way before Ripley. Right. Yeah. It's, yeah. You can't. You can't move up too close to that stuff. So. Well, you never know. Well, there's also the 50, 70 years you spent drifting in, in hyperspace. Yeah. So. So you don't know exactly what's going to happen there. But uh, yeah, I mean, again, you know, it's that, it's always that hard turn from pure horror to sci-fi horror, where you kind of want to get to the nitty gritty of things and not completely delve back into horror stuff. Uh, but you know what did, what had had the uh, wonderful uh, circumstance to benefit from all three franchises? Resident Evil. Yeah, he is the voice, yeah, he did. He I did sure the voice, did. I'm sorry. But, but sure you, gotta, did. you gotta do these things. Um, Okay, so Resident Evil came out in 96. We got the first movie in 98. And Resident Evil, for those who don't know, uh, it takes place... Uh, the first movie, uh, first game takes place in a mansion. And you're a member of this Special Forces team. And you have to figure out why the hell all this shit happened. Now, the movie is not a beat-for-beat beat adaptation of the game. The movie kind of takes place alongside the games. So they can go whichever way they want. Uh, as long as it's still kind of... Well, you know, they can do whatever. There's a, it's an adaptation of a franchise. So what? You're throwing me here for time loop. Okay. I'm pretty... That movie did not come out in 98. Okay, it came out in 2000. Sorry. 2002. Wow. 
Okay. I thought it came out the same year as... Okay, yeah. Out... Whatever. We'll figure it out. I'm just getting... All right, look, I'm old, right? But I was already out of high school <laughs> when this is out. Yeah, I was in college when it was out. Yeah, I was already out of college. I'm sorry. Uh, I was already out of college when this came out. Yeah, but it's, it might have been 2002. Yeah, it was 2002 because the same year that Blaze 2 came out. Because I, I went for a double feature. And, uh... <laughs> And you know, like, like, wait, wait, wait! I've never heard this story. Please go on. I would, uh, in college, I would go to the movie theater on Sundays and just go see whatever. So, uh, when Blade Two came out, I drug everybody to go see it. And then uh, when Resident Evil came out, nobody wanted to go see it, so I went by myself. Because I was curious to see how Marilyn Manson's score would sound. Oh, okay. And, uh, I still think that that first movie, for the time period that it came out, especially considering the glut of movies we got, and knowing all the video game adaptations, you know, that we've seen, that, uh, that first movie's pretty damn good. Plus, it gave us a dog jump kick. So it, it, it did. Yeah. It also gave us the uh, that Peter Mensa wannabe, <laughs> the Sarge. Ah, uh, yes, the Sarge. Yes. Yep. And Resident Evil came out in, uh, in 2002. So yeah, that should have been. That was probably like right when I was getting out of getting out of college. Yep. Okay. Yeah. March 15th, 2002. So I saw it for my birthday. Oh, see now now things are now things are getting interesting. So this is this is your birthday movie. This is my birthday movie. Wait, what? Oh, okay, all right. Because it's Resident Evil, and I love that franchise. And I got harassed at a uh, at a Babbage's over the first day. What did you just say? A Babbage's. That's oh, right. I'm old. My God, I haven't heard Babbage's in at least fifth. Years, yeah. So I, uh, I reserved it, and then they had it at the, the electronic boutique, and I went back and I told the, uh, uh, the, the babbages that I, I didn't need the hold, and they got mad at me. <laughs> that was it. Yeah, that was it. Oh, all right. And uh, I mean, I was sixteen. I was, was like, why, why are you talking to a sixteen-year-old like this? Damages, <laughs> wow. But uh, but Resident Evil also had another secret weapon in the main character casting of one Mila Jojovich. Mm-hmm. Little Dallas multipass. That's right. That's right. And yeah, I think that this this run that she was on with these movies and no matter how bad the middle section of movies get because everything after uh, uh, that third movie is, is pretty damn rough the extinction I think yeah uh, they're pretty they're, rough is putting it nicely yeah I gotta try uh, yeah so after extinction it gets it gets pretty rough but uh, those first three she is great She's, I mean, she's good in all of them. She's not the problem. 
She's not the problem, no. No. Because at a, a certain point... <laughs> I, I just... It's when you're successful. Yes. People just we saw this with Saw. You know, they could have stopped. They should have stopped. And then three came out. Once you know things are going south, please stop. Don't don't use I I know you guys want to grab as much money as you can possibly grab. But in the long run you're probably gonna spend more money than you're gonna bring back in. And that's what a lot of these movies ended up doing is these ridiculous uh, budgets and they barely even broke even yep yeah but uh or you know they got so tanked that we might never see them again which brings us back to Predator because what happened with the Predator They knew. They knew what they had. They See, they knew they had something good with Predator. And after part two, they did nothing for such a long time. Yep. That's, it's years until they do, uh, until they do Predators. Predators, yeah. With uh, with 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 Lawrence Fishburne in such a fucking great role. <laughs> yeah, Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah, uh, Danny Trejo. Yep. Freaking um, Adrian uh, Brody. Uh, the next Blade in Mahershala Ali. Yep, Mahershala. Mahershala. I'm sorry. It's okay, man. I got you. Getting everything wrong today. I got. Yep. Yeah, it happens. It's a Tuesday. It's a Tuesday. It happens. Um. I see now I love the premise of how they got just dropped in the middle of nowhere yep and they have no freaking idea where they are to me that premise was so good we're like oh okay I can see what's going on here little little game of uh, little manhunt yeah. The greatest game. Because they brought it back around to the original movie premise. Was it they're being hunted, but now you're seeing more character stuff on the Predator side with, you know, warring factions and all that. Mm-hmm. But then... <laughs> oh, God. And I, I do like the Predator from 2018. I like what it tried to do, and I would never fault a movie... We're changing it up because hey look let me tell you something real quick you have the most polite way <laughs> when you lead into the, when you're about to like not well, rip something but uh, I'm trying very hard not critically to. about something yeah I like how you always have a nice like turn like a soft landing for them because like, it, it, I appreciate you it, it fucking sucks to get something ripped apart because I mean people work hard on this stuff you know I realize it you know, especially you know I'm sitting there trying to work on my own stuff uh, spoiler but uh, <laughs> um, uh, the predator it, you know, missed opportunities just just uh, in a lot of places 
Um, if you can find the original script that uh, Shane Black and Fred Decker wrote, please read it because that's the movie that we should have had and it would have been amazing. Uh, and, and yeah, there's, there's controversy about a certain actor to get hired in the movie and yeah, you can't you can't be doing that kind of stuff. Uh, but damn it. It's close. It's close to Predator being back in our lives. Yeah, it was really close. And it has Olivia Munn. And it has Olivia Munn. Which is uh, a fan favorite. Favorite of the, of the podcast. So Favorite of the podcast. Uh, been a fan of hers since Attack of the Show. Mm-hmm. So I, I remember her as Greta on the Chuck. Oh, we, Chuck, we, yes. We go back. Yeah. There's much love for Olivia Munn. If you're listening, Olivia, <laughs> I love you. I'm sorry. Can't be getting caught. Uh, Damn it. <laughs> but yeah, I like that they tried to they tried to do an extension of what Predator 2 was, was you get the Predator into a completely unknown setting and uh, kind of upturned the tables a little bit. Unfortunately, uh, that movie got destroyed by production reshoots. I mean, you can see it. I mean, the seams of it are, ev- are everywhere. Uh, it's just... But they almost got it. Yeah, I mean, it's... I remember because I watched it before you did, and I told you, it's it's there. <laughs> it's, a, it's not awful. It's not awful. A little predator dog. It's fun stuff. It's fun stuff. Like, and they almost... I thought they were going to set up uh, Olivia Munn's character to take on that uh, Noguchi role from the comics. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if somebody could throw them a couple million, get to work. But... <laughs> <laughs> now. <laughs> Do it. Get to work yesterday. But but the sad thing about the sad thing about Alien and Predator is that they're both under Disney now because so what you're saying is there's a chance. I mean I don't know I mean they're pulling a lot of Fox movies from the uh, from repertory screenings so I don't know if all that stuff's going into the vault for a bit so they can kind of figure out how they want to represent that stuff you know it's hard to say alien versus predator there's always that um alien versus predator that's not that that's all, that's all I'm saying that's all you're saying mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind it if they said it in the future you said it in the future you completely up in all the dynamics and uh, you see what happens but it's going to take time and you're going to have to you're going to have to figure out a way to get the audience to trust both franchises again because I mean uh, Covenant gave people what they wanted what they thought they wanted and uh, it didn't quite happen so yeah, we got another 30 years 
we'll see what's what. We shall. And, uh, well, we might have another 30 years to see what happens to those franchises. We're out of time here. Oh, snap. Yeah. Profe- professional. Stopwatch. Going. Professional. So, with that, this has been another episode of It's Them Damn Enchiladas, the podcast. You can check the show notes, follow our social media info. We got Twitter, we got iTunes, we got Spotify, we got a Discord, we got Tumblr, we got the works. Please, by all means, feel free to leave us a review or just tell your friends about us because every little bit of buzz helps us grow in the long run. We're looking for that push. That push is 1,000 listens by December the 31st. So. If it happens, it happens. If not, there's always next year. As always, podcast producer for the stars, Mark Warren, has been responsible for making us sound oh so spectacular. So thank you for all that you do, Mark. What do you want me to do? Fetch your slippers for you? Gee, would you, sir? I'd like that. Look into my eye. Until next time, have fun, watch horror movies, and remember to always drink responsibly and hydrate, 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 hydrate. Because... Next week, season two continues. We'll be back for Pax Unplugged. So let's talk about more horror. That means horror in tabletop RPGs, horror in Star Wars, horror in other places. Horror, where you least expect it. Next week, December 13th. Which is a Friday. Spoiler. You know what that means. Roy Birds lives. Thanks for listening and goodbye. Bye. I'm gonna have me some fun. I'm gonna have me some fun. I'm gonna have me some fun.